CabanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. Hey everybody, Brian David Marshall, Michael J. Flores. By the way, this is my favorite art in the set. Act on Impulse? Act on Impulse, yeah. It is, uh, it's, just, it's just this really like sweet looking Chandra piece with like destruction being reflected in her goggles. It's like Very tells cool a stuff. story, right? Yeah, it's really it's really just you don't see that much close up art in magic. I, I really like it. Was it Brad Wrigley did it? Wrigley? Yeah. How do you like this card? Um oh so it's a a sorcery for two in red. Exile top three cards of your library until end of turn you may play cards exile this way. I don't like it very much. I mean, you can play a second. land, right? Yeah, but like I guess you have scrying. I guess you have Potentially, uh, uh, Courser of Crufix to help this. Right. But the thing that I don't like about it is you're mana constrained. So unless it's all cheapies, you know, right. you can be exiling cards. Like, what if you exiled something what really if you good? Went, what if you went land mag- magma bolt or whatever mag- magma spray off the off? Yeah, but like, what if you didn't? What I mean, what what about a burn like one of these burn decks? Like, what if you're just like act on impulse? Play a land, borrow oh, charm. Like everything in your deck is super cheap. Yeah, everything in your deck costs. This, this is your top of your curve. Oh, maybe. You're like, land, borrow charm. I still you. took two from my own idol onto the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's fine. Suck yeah. it up. You like this one? I kind of do. Two stars. Okay. Two stars is a lot the way we've been going. All right. Aggressive uh, mining. This is uh, from the Minecraft guys. Yeah, right? yeah. My, my kids play nonstop Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's 3R. I've never played Minecraft. And Ever. you probably never will. Ever. It's not a great game, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, it's a great game for what they're trying to do, right? Sure. But the thing that I actually don't like about this is, I, I think this must be where Patrick Chapin got some of his inspiration for kind of the, the expansion of magic media that he's intermittently tried to do. But there's a lot of Minecraft fandom and, like, YouTube videos, and they do way more personality-based sort of streaming-type videos than magic or even, like, LOL or any of those players do. And they also have, like, music videos and stuff that are associated with their game. The thing I'm really suspicious of is these grown men doing these things. And it's just this incredibly simplistic game. Right. And the thing that I don't like about it is, you know, people probably say that about us. But they're, like, do all that of swearing and stuff. And then it, the target market is children. Like, our target market isn't children, right? right. It's, like, all the, people who are maybe younger than we are. Right. But, like... And we feel bad when we curse. Yeah, but, like, it's serious players of the game, right? Sure, like, yeah, the consumers yeah. of these videos are six right, right, you know right. and like they think it's funny that some college kid or some grown man with a british accent is swearing or like saying like sexist things and not not like tongue-in-cheek like right, we do right, it. right like right. it's just you know i, I actually I'm, I'm it rubs me the wrong way but at the same time their videos are getting like seven million youtube hits so Which is hard to argue with yeah it's anyway what, what about what about this card how many youtube hits out of seven million do you give aggressive mining yeah this is not a playable card i don't think it's, it seems, it feels, boy, it feels close, right? It's powerful, right? It's 3R for, but you can't play lands. Right, but you can still put lands into play. Like, if you have yeah. a way to put lands into play, so, sac- like, you can get around it. Sacrifice land, draw two cards, activate this ability only once each turn, right? right. So, there's this harsh limitation. I could do it on your turn and my turn. Yeah, if I do it with... four lands down sure. now. But a, sacrifice oh, a, well, land. a land. It's, it's draw two one. cards. I thought it was two. And then if I get to, like, like what if I sacrifice, like, a... Um, What's the white card that lets me go search for planes when I... 
runes of Trocare? Or uh, yeah, flagstones of Trocare. Yeah. What if it's something like that? I mean, what kind of deck are you playing? This I don't know. The kinds of decks that the kinds of decks that want to do this sort of this, thing have have ways to draw a card or two I know, that just, aren't so oppressive. What, what about what about some sort of like engine in a loam deck? But not being able to play at land is so harsh on you. Like, but the it, ability to go like draw two cards. But a loam deck just draws cards anyway. Drawing cards isn't the problem yeah. for a loam deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it feel, like the thing is, this is the kind of card that does something that's like the ability to just cash a land in play for two cards. Like, what if you just had all like in an, in an Armageddon free environment? Like, what about like you're playing some matchup and it's like Esper Control versus red white uh red red blue white control whatever and like the game is long and you just play an aggressive mining like you have 10 lands in play when it happens there's one of them in your deck yeah but look, those decks already have divinations and sphinxes revelations that you would play ahead of this you I don't, don't need another one i play this i say go at the end of your turn i draw i sack a land i draw two cards on my turn i sack a land i draw two cards the problem in these kind of matchups is usually about who has more lands in play so sure like they'd be like, all right, you have four more cards than me, and but you can't cast any of your threats. Sure, but there's some point where converting those lands in play into cards is, I, I, I feel like someone is going to do something with this card. The card is powerful. I agree that it's powerful, but I just I have a hard time, like I don't have a hard time imagining a place to play Yisan. Yeah. I don't have a hard time imagining a place to play Soul of Ravnica. Right. right. So Soul of Ravnica is just this unbelievably powerful card, right? Right. That draws more cards than this, by the way. Right. And is a six-six flyer. Sure. Right? That prevents yeah, yeah. me from getting killed by creatures. Yeah. And is so expensive that it doesn't damage me against against Eidolon of the Great Road. Sure. Right? This thing, I'm... <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing. What about this? Also, think about this in a burn deck. Top end on the burn deck? I, I, so you, see you float and then sacrifice a land, but then you're just going to be locked. You can't sacrifice... If you sacrifice two, you can't even cast very many cards anymore. If you play this with five lands in play... You go down to three lands, but you draw four cards? Yeah. I don't know. Like, what if I just cast a Spark Trooper instead? I mean... What if you drew your Spark Trooper because you sacrificed land? Then I Look, wouldn't be able to cast uh, it. Well, I, I I think this card's interesting. I'm... I'm I, I, I'd give it like a one and a half or a one and a quarter. If this quarter. card also said sacrifice, Maybe I'd give it a two. sacrifice this card, draw a card or something, or if it just sure. said sacrifice this card and nothing well, if else. If it said sacrifice, draw a card, it would be really... Or if it just said sacrifice this card. Right. For like zero sacrifice this card. Yeah, yeah, I might... But you're locked. Yeah, I understand you're locked. You know what? Yeah, you're, you're locked when you play Necro, too. No, you're not. Yeah, you are. You're locked. You can't draw any more cards. Except for you draw seven. <laughs> All right. Um, I like this card. I, I, I think I understand everything that's wrong with it. And I think that it is a powerful enough effect. The ability to get, like, six cards between the turn you play it. Yeah. Again, it's also no mana activation to sacrifice a land. Like, you, to play it, go sack, sack, untap, and sack, and go six cards up off of a four-mana card seems phenomenal to me. And 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 yes, I'm 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 locked out of playing lands for the rest of the game. I get it. I think that you agree that there's problems with this card and I agree that there's things that this card can do. Okay. Okay. Altec Bloodseeker, a human berserker. He seems to have killed a dragon. Uh he's a two one. For one and a red. 
Whenever a creature an opponent controls dies, Altec Bloodseeker gets plus two plus oh and gains first strike and haste until end of turn. One of the best red two drops of all time. Card's good. Right, if you play this on turn three, is he just like a four one first striker? Well, I mean that you have to kill that creature. Yeah, but that's why I'm playing it on turn three. Sure. Like gaining haste is what's, what's yeah, the yeah, bonus, yeah. right? So what if the, what if there was a card that said four one haste for three? Yeah. Four one haste first strike for three. Yeah, yeah. Would you play that in yeah. red? Yeah. I think you'd play it sometimes. Sure. It'd be pretty good. Sure. Um By by the way, you know, that that, that bonus stacks. Yeah, you could do it more than so once. So if you like arc trail two guys, yeah. You're you're like attacking for six. Or, you know, if you had the like make something indestructible card and then like Supreme Verdicted, like you'd get in for you could I'm just saying like there oh, yeah. are scenarios where you or you know like, make him indestructible in some Boros stack and then like anger the gods. Yeah. <laughs> or that exiles, well, they don't die. Well, no, it's if they die, they are exiled. Right, oh, okay, yeah. So, but what if you just, like, had this guy in play and cast Mizium Mortars? Yeah. It'd be awesome. Yeah, this card's great. I think it's one of the what? best red two drops of all time. Sure. Belligerent Sliver. A cool art. It looks like a lion, kind of. Yeah. The slivers don't look like slivers, really, at all, right? Yeah, I don't know what they look like anymore. This one looks like a lion. Um, it's two and an R for a 2-2. Two, two. Sliver creatures you control have this creature can't be blocked except by two or more creatures. Right, so it's a Goblin War Drums for Slivers. Yeah, it's whatever. Maybe you would. Would you play that in your Slivery deck? Yeah. All right. Uh, Blast Firebolt. This is a six-mana spell, so... And it's a common, so I'm going to assume it's unplayable. Uh, Blast Firebolt deals five damage target creature instant. Destroy all equipment attached to that creature. You were right. <laughs> Next. Borderland Marauder. Ooh! Oh, oh wow, we love a Borderland <laughs> card. Uh, so this is two mana for a 1-2. Whenever it attacks, it gets plus two plus zero until end of turn. So it's a 3-2 for two. This isn't that bad, right? This is pretty comparable to Gorklan Chainwalker. Yeah. Except cool. it's just better. Like, Gorklan Chainwalker when it is a 3-2 for two but can't block. And this is at least a 1-2 on defense, right? Yeah. It's is good. this just a strictly playable card? I think this is a playable card. Yeah, it's just yeah. good, actually. Yeah, and, like, and again, if there's any weird scenarios where you ever have... Two. Multiple attacks. Do you know what I mean? Like where you're like untap. Well, it, it gets until end of turn. Yeah, you're right. So if you get to do a two attacks in a turn, this guy goes for three, goes for five. This card's great. Yeah. And These red, red I mean, two drops are great. Yeah, yeah. Al Altec Bloodseeker and Borderland. I think he's kind of dwarfed by the by the Bloodseeker. The Bloodseeker makes him look a lot worse. But you could just play them both. You, you play I both. mean, we're we're just like in this. We're like in this zone of like. Burning Tree Emissaries and Ash Zealots where we're so rich on red two drops. I, by the way, neither of these, none of the cards I've just listed are remotely as dangerous as I don't want to the Great Rebel. Yeah. God, being a red beatdown deck, I guess it's good. Okay, Broodkeeper. 3U, 3R for a 2-3. Whenever an aura becomes attached to Broodkeeper, put a 2-2 red dragon creature token with flying onto the battlefield. It has fire breathing. I mean, insane limited card, right? <laughs> yeah, insane. Like, insane ins limited card. Insane limited card. And that's about it. Potentially un unplayable. Uh, Burning Anger, 4R uh, for an enchanted creature. Enchanted creature has tapped. This player, this creature deals damage equal to its power to target creature or player. Could you play that with the 1-2 guy that gets, that gets, uh, 
auras, it's a rare. Sure. Like, what if you buffed it and then, I mean, I actually, I mean, if you only put this onto that guy, it would just be picking for one, right? Yeah. But if you put, like, any amount of other buff onto it, it'd probably be pretty powerful. Right. But the thing is, like, if you're committing three cards and over eight mana to a single source of damage... Yeah, this... No? Just not? No. All right. This card's not... I don't know, like... It's fine. Chandra Pyromaster. Four stars. Yep. Best red card? Uh, I mean... It's an established cross-format all-star. Yeah. I mean, it's played in modern into very strong finishes, right? Yeah. It's played in standard to strong finishes. It's like a four-star card, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it's was my favorite red card from M14? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I own four copies. Okay. Like, uh... You have, you have a vested interest in seeing it out get played. I don't know. Like, the cards I actually spend money on are not all the cards, you know? Circle of Flame. I one, think this card's really cool. Cir- Circle of Flame? Yeah. 1R, whenever a creature without flying attacks you or a planeswalker you control, Circle of Flame deals one damage to that creature. It's an uncommon. It, like, single-handedly neutralizes Elsbeth. Sort of. Like, if you are... I mean, they could just sit there and make tokens and block... Like, Elsbeth's tokens aren't necessarily okay. there to attack so you. So, let's say we're playing a fight, and I'm playing a red control deck, and you're playing a white control deck, and I go Circle of Flame, and then I go Chandra, and you go Elsbeth. Who's going to win this game? Yeah, okay, you got This it. is not close. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, my Chandra's going to level up until your Elspeth is dead. Right. And then, uh, right. and your Elspeth is just going to do nothing the entire game. Right. And I'm not going to commit any more cards to the battlefield. Right, right. And eventually I'm going to card advantage you to pieces. Right. It's, uh, I mean, uh, you know, other, uh, you know, zeroing for other cards, right? I'll have ratchet bombs or whatever, and right. you'll have detention spheres, and I'll have burn cards, and you'll... I'm pretty you'll... sure there's Chloe's of Agni that just walked by us. Are you kidding? How did I... Wait. Hold. I don't know where she... 90% certain. Really? Yeah, 95% certain. Certainly her stunt double, if not. God, how did I miss that one? She walked right by us. She was like three three. But I was talking about fucking Chandra. Yeah, she sneered. She was like, ugh. She's like, Chandra's terrible. (laughs) Uh, Clear a path. I'm mad now. Or destroy target creature with defender. Is there ever a time this card would be playable? Yeah, do you remember, like, back... People used to play Dwarven Thaumaturgist in their sideboard just to take out Wall of Blossoms. Right. People try, like... Oh, you know what, though? I mean, how much worse is, like, than, like, an About Face is this? I don't know. I think that... I bet this card is playable. Okay. Well, how many ways do you have to kill a Wall of... What's the name of it? The one that Hat won a Pro Tour with? It's white and three for a sure, one wall five, of reverence. flying, whatever. That card's, like, unbeatable for red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This card is pretty good against that. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, but not a... not. This is, like, a fringe playable card. Yeah, like, sideboard maybe card. Yeah. Sl- sideboard, sliding doors universe card. Uh, Cone of Flame. Uh, Three RR. Known card. Never saw any play. Never saw any play? No. It has to have three targets. Well, I mean, the three targets could be your creature and both of us. I can go one to me... Two to you, three to your creature. That's yeah. all, there's always three targets. Almost always three targets. And so you basically invested a point of your life in five mana in dealing three points of damage to a creature. Well, sometimes you get to go ding, ding, ding. Yeah, and sometimes, like, and it, 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 it's never really worth five mana to do that. Imagine for one more mana you get an overloaded Mizium Mortar. Sure. Not yet. Yeah, it's, not, it's not getting played. Crowd's favor are 
instant. Convoke. And it has Convoke. It only costs R. Or and nothing. it has Convoke. So this is like the Red Gather Carriage. Um, Look at the legs on her. She must do, like, gymnastics. Target creature gets plus one, plus zero, and gains first strike until end of turn. I like it. You do? Yeah. You play this in a... I like free pump spells. Okay. It's not going to get played. Oh, okay. I'm just saying I like it. Crucible Fire... Uh, dragon creatures you control get plus three, plus three. Because they weren't big enough. Yeah. Oh, you have the tokens. I was thinking, the if they were an aura, <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Makes uh, five fives now? Yeah. Forge Devil. It's a known card. Nobody uh, plays it. For Founder Sheet Denizen. So this guy has moved from uh, expansion sets into core set. This guy's... It's a good card. He's just a, a you know, powerhouse card. I mean, think about the... Again, we have all these red cards that we've been talking about. You know, there's... There's going to be red is going to be a still remain like a He's pretty a staple. staple in Peace Sully Sly as well yeah. as Boss Sly. Ooh, Frenzy Joblin. Frenzy go a Goblin Berserker. Whenever it attacks, you may pay R. If you do target creature, you can't block this one. This card's going to be Four of an Easy Street. Yeah, this card's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, lots, of, lots of playable red weenies. How about Generator Servant? One R for a 2 1. So, pretty reasonable stats. Problem is there's so many good two-mana okay. red cards. Okay, except this one has tap, sacrifice, generator servant, add two to your mana pool. Yeah. If mana is spent on a creature spell, it gains haste until end of turn. I like, I like it. It's very exciting, but it's a tap ability, and you're kind of blowing a card. So, so what do you want to do? Get a five on turn three that has... Yes. That has a big ups. Yeah, like an Ar like an Arbor Colossus. Like for a similar ability, this is what about what about so much worse than a than a Bernie Tramister? What, what about Colonian Hydra? Come on, don't you want to get some use out of those Colonian Hydras? I kind of gave up when they printed Life Bane Zombie. Push, <laughs> push. On turn three, it's big. Already play it fast. It's green. Yeah. I, I, you play it Exava. So you don't think this card's Exava? Sure. It's better. You, you not think this card's playable? I, I think there's a lot of competition. And by by the way, there's also all. I mean, the haste is what makes this interesting. There's already Seder Hedonist in green red, which nobody plays. Yeah. Which is green one, and then it has R, R sacrifice. Put R R R into your mana pool. Yeah, like this is a tap ability. Yeah. I I. I I don't know, like, what are you going to cast? Like, a Stormbreath Dragon already has haste. Like, yeah, that's fine. All right, ooh, Stormbreath Dragon, though. Still, like, I know, like you don't I have to sack it, right? You can also just have a 2-1 creature yeah, on it's curve. A beater. And it's so much worse than the Gorkland Chainwalker who can block. Sure. And the insane guy who's huge if you kill their guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Goblin Kaboom. And by the way, there's... Island of the Great Revel is still in print. Yeah. By, by the way, another two-mana two, two mana creature... Uh, here is uh, Goblin Kaboomist. Great one, art. Great art. One R for a... It's a Kev Walker piece. Yeah. For a 1-2. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a colorless artifact token named Landmine onto the battlefield with R. Sacrifice this artifact. This artifact deals two damage to target attacking creature without flying. But End of quotation marks. Then flip a coin. If you lose the flip, Goblin Kaboomist deals two damage to itself. So, as long as you keep winning flips, you keep putting these tokens into play. Well, he doesn't need to put the thing into play no matter what. He puts the thing into play no matter what. But you don't have to use the ability. The, the, the flip a coin 
is not part of his ability. It happens during your upkeep. Oh, it always happens? It always oh. happens. So upkeep, you put a thing into play and it has that ability yeah. in quotation marks, then flip a coin. If you lose the flip, Goblin Kaboomus does oh. two to itself. I thought you. I thought that's only if you use the landmines. No, 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 no. That would be insane, though, yes, right? Yes, that card would be insane. Like, this guy just makes landmines and yeah. then you just don't use them unless you need to? Yes. Um, yeah, keep going. I don't know. It's a lot of text for not that good of a card. Goblin Rabble Master. Uh, gob- two R for two, two rare. Other goblin creatures you control attack each turn of Able. At the beginning of your combat, at the beginning of combat on your turn, put a 1-1 one, one red goblin creature token with haste onto the battlefield. And then whenever goblin Rabble Master attacks, it gets plus one, plus zero until end of turn for each other attacking goblin. Is this going to be a cross-format all-star? This card certainly is going to just make the goblin decks. It, it does. It's, like, it's powerful, right? Yeah. You have to attack. Yeah. What if this is the only guy in your deck? You just... Goblin them out? Just goblin, burn you, goblin. Mutavolt. I don't know. That seems like a playable card. Yeah, seems fine. Uh, Goblin Rough Rider, 3-2 for 2-R. Doesn't use condoms. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. It's true. <laughs> you can't sleeve this card up. No. <laughs> why, why do you have 56 <laughs> cards sleeved? Uh, those are my four Goblin Rough Riders. <laughs> can't be sleeved. Uh, ooh, Hook Hand. Oh, Hammer Hand. Hammer Hand. Hook Hand is much more interesting. For R, Enchant Creature. When, when Hammer Hand enters the battlefield, target creature can't block this turn. Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one, and has haste. Awesome. Yeah? Yeah, it just, like, you play it, and then they can't block. I mean, Boss Sly already plays a card that just does that, that doesn't right. give plus one, plus one. Right. Right? Seems yeah. good. So you just, I, don't even, I don't know if it's a four of, but, you're, if, you're, gonna, but yeah. if you're playing a Crow and Crusaders, isn't that card awesome with a Crow sure. and Crusader? Yeah. I mean, and th- again, think about it. And on, haste. Right, think about it on Borderland Marauder. Right, like your Borderland Marauders suddenly attacking for four. Can't be blocked. By the way, I mean, also, just if for some reason that card's good, uh, you put it on your Kaboomist, and your Kaboomist lives through its own little... Kabooms? Kabooms, yeah. Because it's three toughness. So <laughs> I mean, but there's just no shortage of heroic cards that would want to play with this yeah, card, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the red-white the red white heroic deck. I mean, maybe you just played in Hexproof. Yeah. Like, is this so bad if you just, like, put it on a guy and then, like, they're... So, like, you're playing Hexproof and they just play Blocker and you're like, don't block me. Yeah, I mean, there's beautiful women, but I miss close 7 yet. Uh, Heat Ray. Let's keep going. Heat Ray, known card, whatever, right? Hoarding Dragon, known card, but I think it might have some, some legs, right? Well, when Hoarding Dragon enters the battlefield, you may search your library for an artifact card, exile it, then shuffle your library... When it dies, you may put Exile card into its owner's hand. What are you getting with this? Anything. It's a 4-4 four, four for 5. I don't know. But it gets a card. Sure. What, what if I got, get? like, a Batter Skull? Then they would what never do? kill it. <laughs> I mean, people could do that in modern right now. Yeah, but what if I got a card that was better than this? We haven't done Artifacts yet. Sure. But, like, maybe I got, like, Soul of Mirrodin. Right. Right? Like or it, Scuttling Doom Engine. Yeah, so what if I get one of those cards? Okay. You don't even kill my Hoarding Dragon, right? Fair. Or what if, I mean, I don't know. What if I just got the Scuttling Doom Engine and I had Shrapnel Blast in my hand? So you're going to Big Red to get around uh, Eidolon? Got to go Big Red. 
yeah, but now I'm too slow to fight. <laughs> it just kills me because I'm slow. Um, I can't, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a meteorite on Iowa. I'm telling you that right okay. now. Okay, <laughs> I like it. I love. I that think card. this card's good. Okay. What if you just got meteorite? That would be pretty good, right? Yeah, I mean it's fine. I mean this card just never saw a play. It's like. But what set was it from? Originally, it was it, wasn't it in uh, Mirrodin block? I don't think so. Scars Mirrodin. I mean, we could look at. Why don't we look it up? I I, mean, I know we don't normally look it up, but I actually want to know what set it's from. Um. Yeah, just that's fine. M11. Like art. M11. Oh, it's from M11. Huh. Well, like, what what artifacts were legal in M11? No uh, there weren't any. Right. Right. M11 was like the dominant decks were Eldrazi Conscription, um, Fauna Shaman, Pyromancer Ascension, Blue White Control. I don't think there was any artifacts. Okay. Like, I don't think there was so much as a Mind Stone back then. Okay, so what, so, so... There was Obelisk of Alara. So basically this is, make a note, keep an eye out for really good artifacts. It, it feels like they're sort of setting up an artifact block to come up, upcoming. Like, there's a lot of cards that reference artifacts. I mean, I, it's just like a, it's a, a two-for-one that protects itself by just, if you got a, if you ever get a card that's better than this card, right. they just don't kill it. Sure. So you have a dragon. Sure. Right? Or if they kill it, then you get that awesome card. Yeah, the problem is, then, what if they, you know... You know, they could still, like, Banishing Light it, Detention Sphere it... But like, that's true of any... It. That's true of any fatty. Like, they bounce it, and then your card just, like, gone. Not really. You didn't spend a card to get it. Sure. You know, I... Then you recast it and get the card I'm, again. I, I'm willing to be wrong on this card, but I'm also going to go out on a limb and say... That Goblin Rough Rider gets played before it. No, this card's good. Order. This card okay. is good. I will okay. play it. Okay, we'll see. I don't know what artifacts there are to play, yeah, I but know. I will play it. I mean, like, again, as like like we did with the uh, Pilgrim card, we'll also want to wait and Aren't see. Are there equipments to play? Are there good equipments? I don't know. Uh, Inferno Fist, one R, uh, enchant creature you control. It gets plus two plus zero. You could sacrifice Inferno Fist to deal two damage to target creature or player for an R. This card's awesome. This card's really good. Like, talk about that red heroic deck. Yeah. Like, this is good. Like, you just go like, first turn a Crowing Crusader, second turn this, swing for three, and you have we'll an open shock. Four. Oh, yeah, you have the guy, right? Yeah. And you have an open shock the rest of the game? Yeah. This card's good. Yeah, this card's really good. I'm, t I'm telling you. I like this card. The freaking red deck is so good. I like this card a lot. I think the other one's better, but this one's also very good. Uh, Alright, Curd Chieftain. Costs about three mana too much. <laughs> uh, so this is Curd Ape, except it costs four. It looks and just like Red Hulk, right? And, but yeah. they put a monkey face on it. It's a 3-3, three, three, so you get a 4-4 four, four for four. And then, but for, for four and green, target creature gets plus two, plus two, and gains trampled down. This might be the best one for limited. Oh, yeah? Yeah, this card's great. Yeah, it's a good card, but not for constructed. Not for constructed. Uh, Krenko Enforcer, one RR for a two-two Intimidate. Not playable. Not playable. Kirkish Onaki Ancient, two RR for a four-three. I was just like spirit. tanking on this card all day the other day. <laughs> Whenever you it. activate an ability of an artifact, if it isn't a mana ability, you may pay R. If you do copy that ability, you may choose new targets for that copy. So, like, what if you had? 
I guarantee you I know exactly what who's command this is going into to, to Nick Fong's commander deck immediately. But like if you have like obelisks or I don't know, what in, what artifacts are there in stand I mean, I always think of like a staff of Nin, right? Right. Like there's artifacts that are playable, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wish there were just staff of Nin. If I could if, if I could just get Hoarding Dragon Staff of Nin, I would be happy. This card this card is very powerful. Yeah, it's it's and let's come. Let's think about it again. We're the same podcast. We're going to talk artifacts. about artifacts. Yeah. So. Lava axe. No thanks. Lightning, Lightning strike, strike. Best card in red. It's very strong. Uh, might makes right five R. The beginning of your the beginning of combat on your turn. If you control each creature on the battlefield with the greatest power, gain control of target creature and opponent controls until end of turn. On top of that creature, it gains haste until end of turn. It's too expensive for constructed, but maybe in like monsters mirror match. It's each, so if there's a tie, you have to control all of them. Jeez, this is a weird card. It's certainly Commander. It's probably too expensive. Yeah, I, I agree. Miner's Bane. This is 4RR for an elemental. 6-3. Uh, for 2 and an R, Miner's Bane gets plus 1, plus 0, and gains Trample. And then, oh, it's a common. Keep going. Paragon of Fierce Defiance. So again, this is and that cycle of Paragons. So it's four mana for a 2-2. Two, two. Other red creatures you control get plus one, plus one. Uh, and you can, can R-tap another red creature you control gains haste. Um, Rummaging Goblin, it's a Magic 2013 card. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a looter. Red yeah, looter. not really. You have to discard a card and then draw a card, but it's before the colon. So yeah. there's no breaking this. None. Scrapyard Mongrel. So four mana, so it's a hill giant base, and then as long as you control an artifact, Scrapyard Mongo gets plus two, plus zero, and has trample. But it doesn't gain enough toughness to be interesting. No. At like 5-4, I think maybe you start thinking about it, but not good enough. In my what about Shrapnel Blast? Uh, How many artifacts do you need to play Shrapnel Blast? Uh, when we played it in the in Josh's deck in 2005, I think, what did we have? Sensei's Divining Top, uh, Wayfarer's Bobble, and Solemn Simulacrum, that was it, right? Just 12. I think that's all we had. We didn't even have, like, Artifact Lens because they were banned, right? Yeah. But I think we almost only had we the had 12. We had Dark Steel Citadel still. That was no, we game. didn't have it in our deck. Though. Oh, okay. We had Sensei's Divining Top, Wayfarer's Bobble, and uh, Sensei's Divining... And, and uh, sorry, Solemn Simulacrum. And then, uh, what's that ar artifact that I played that nobody else knew how to play? The one that you always destroy the thing that has the lowest... Oh, Culling Scales? That was the best, right? I remember Paul Rietzel versus Josh Ravitz for uh, for top eight. Then Paul tries to uh, cast like the sorcery disenchant that you gain life equal to the dis to, to destroying the artifact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Josh shrapnel blasts in response to win the to win the match. I think it was Paul. It was either Paul or Morgan. Yeah. It was so, it Paul or Morgan? I don't remember. But Josh made top eight. Yeah. Shrapnel blast. Uh, how, where does this rank in the red cards for the set? I mean, it's obviously a cross-format playable card. Right. Like, no less than three stars. Sure. Uh, and we've already seen, like, Darksteel Citadel, so... It'll... I don't know. Three stars, yeah. and... Well, is this going to affect standard? Will people play this important? I think that we really need to think about which artifacts, okay. and we're not there yet, so... Okay. So, let's let's hurry up to get to artifacts, then. Siege, Siege Dragon. Dragon. Seven mana, five, five, flying. Doesn't not get played. Not good enough. Soul of Chandelar. This I actually, other than Soul of Ravnica, I think this is the best, the best of the souls. So four RR for six six first strike, 
So again, doesn't really template along the same lines as Inferno Titan. First Strike instead of uh, Fire, Fire Breathing. Breathing. But this guy has three RR. Solar Chandelier deals three damage to target player and three damage. And, and three damage to up to one target creature that player controls. I think, like, maybe we want to be Rug. But I'm, I'm, how many souls do this we play? This card is just for We play eight souls. Okay. Soul of Ravnica is better, but this card is awesome. And its graveyard ability is not bad either. Yeah, the and the graveyard ability is the same ability, so it's like... <sighs> this card's great. Yeah, and it's a 6-6 six, six first yeah. strike. Yeah. Nobody attacks you if you have a 6-6 six, yeah. six first strike. Um, interesting. No, I love this card. I mean, I think this is just... This card's just, like, unexcitedly great. You know what I mean? It's just like... There's what, no... You, do you agree with me that Soul of Ravnica is better? Solar Ravnica is the blue one? Yeah. I don't know. Flying. Flying, I agree. I, oh, just strictly as a creature, it's better. But this ability is like... Yeah, the ability is awesome. On the, like, I think that if you just had Soul of Ravnica's flying and this thing's red ability attached to Soul of Ravnica, you would have one hell of a magic card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stoke the Flames. 2RR instant convoke. Stoke the Flame deals 4 damage to target creature or player. Awesome card. Yeah, this card's great, it's right? Awesome. I think... I think most of the time, it's just going to cost four, sure. and that's fine. Yeah, but sometimes you'll cast it on turn yeah. two or three. and Sometimes you cast second turn Idol onto the Great Rebels, and they play Corsair Crucifix, take a point. Sorry, take, take, take two points and say go, and you're like, all right. But sometimes you can just advance your board and still cast it. I'm just killing their Corsair Crucifix yeah. with this, and I'm happy. Um, Thundering Giant, blah. Known card. Torch Fiend, blah. Known card. Wall of Fire, known card. Blah. And that's red. So what do we like in red? We like Stoke the Flames. Yeah. We like Soul of Chandelar. We Shrapnel. love Shrapnel Blasts. Uh, we lightning, lightning strike. strike is obviously still great. We are reserving judgment on Kirkish Onaki Ancient. I think it's got to be pretty good. It's only and Hoarding Dragon. I like Hoarding Dragon. We really like Inferno Fist a lot. Yeah, that one's good. Uh, Hammer we hands like Hammer good. Hand a lot. Oh, wait, wait. I think it's good. Uh, and then oh, the Rabble Master. Yeah, I think that's a playable card. Frenzy Goblin. Goblin's great. Fantasy Denizen is just going to remain great. a part of standard. Um, uh, crowd's favors cute. Uh, Circle of Flame, I think, is going to be good. And Chandra Pyre Master, we know is good. Uh, and we like Borderland Marauder. But not as much as... Altac Bloodseeker. And then what's the first card again? Oh. Uh, you like, I, I think you Act, like on, Act on Impulse. I think Act on Impulse might be good. I think red has is the, by far the best color in the in the. Red set. seems sick to me. There's like 20 playable cards in red. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Artifacts... Okay, Avarice Amulet. This is one of the... Uh, Equipments. Uh, of the uh, externally designed cards. Right. Four mana. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus zero, and has vigilance. At the beginning of your upkeep, draw a card. When equipped creature dies, opponent gains control of Avarice Amulet. Equipped two. Wait, what if I never equip it? Can I just still draw a card? Equipped creature gets the, the draw card. Oh, so I have to... Yeah, six you, mana before you... You can't just Howling Mine with it? No. This thing's garbage. Six mana. It's got to be equipped. It's... It's garbage. Brawler's Plate. Another equipment. Three mana. Equipped creature. Gets plus two, plus two, and has trample. It's three to cast. Four to equip. No thanks. We're going to garbage that. Bronze Sable. Known card garbage. Gargoyle Sentinel. Known card's garbage. Uh, Grind Clock. Grind Clock. Known card. Two. Put a charge counter on Grind For Clock. For tapping, For yeah. tapping. And then tap. Target player puts the top X cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard where X is the number of charge counters on Grind Clock. So it's like a weird millstone that doesn't require any mana. Yeah. It's I think it's probably a playable card. 
No? It's like in the blue-white mirror, you just grind-clock them. What if I just sideboarded four of those cards for blue-white mirror? I mean... As long as you're willing to fight against their... Detention like, spheres? No, they're... Well, yeah, they're detention spheres, but you also have to fight their... Uh, amul their, their elixir. My grind clocks are eventually going to beat their elixirs. There's, sure. Right? As long as the grind clocks are not incapacitated somehow, they're definitely sure. going to beat the elixirs. No? Am no. I wrong? Yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't think it's going to get played, but I could see it. I think it could be played. Haunted Plate Mail. Awesome card. Uh, four mana. Equipped creature gets plus four, plus four. Zero until end of turn. Haunted Plate Mail becomes a four, four spirit artifact creature that's no longer an equipment. Activate this ability only if you control no creatures. Awesome card. This card's good. It's and then not, it has it, equipped four. It doesn't see much play in standard right now, but it's really good. Yeah. Hot soup. One. Equipment. Equipped creature can't be blocked. Whenever equipped creatures dealt damage, destroy it. Equipped three. Yeah. Yeah. Juggernaut. Nah, no, Attacks no. every turn. Meteorite. I like this card a lot. Five mana. When Meteorite enters the battlefield, it deals three dam two damage to target creature or player. Yeah. Uh, tap, add one mana of any color to your mana pool. It's awesome, right? Five. I think it's awesome. Set up. You know, I don't know where to play it, man. Yeah, I don't know that it has a home. I think you played in blue control decks. <laughs> no? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I played Ale a pile. Sure. They didn't do anything after you used them the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Obelisk. You don't think it's playable? I don't think it's All playable. All right. I, can I mean, I you. like it. It's cute, right? It's cute. I really like it. I can't... I yeah. mean, I guess if my artifacts have Convoke, though... Yeah, they won't, though. But if I could play it for three and hit something of theirs... That's good, then. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't think, know. I, I think it should be a play. I'm, I don't know. I think... I think maybe. No, I'm, I'm talking myself into this. It smells a lot of potential. I'm talking myself into this. Uh, Obelisk of Erd, six mana, artifact, convoke. When Obelisk of Erd enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Creatures you control of the chosen type get plus two, plus two. Plus two, plus two is a big game, and convoke is a big game. So, goblins? Soldiers? Soldiers? Merfolk? What do you think? Playable? Slivers? Slivers? Eh, probably not. I mean, it's like the sixth, it's like the sixth sliver. I mean, people are playing the other colorless, um... Uh, Glorious Anthem and right, right. In Hall Blue, of Heroes or and uh, Blue Devotion right yeah. now. I, I I don't think this probably gets played in standard. Though. No, no, I don't think so either. Ornithopter, known card. Yeah. Cross format sometimes all star. Yeah. Uh, Perilous Vault, four mana, artifact, five tap, exile Perilous Vault, exile all non land permanents. This card is super effing powerful. Right? So I mean, it's a it's. It's just Oblivion Stone. It's no, it's Nebenrals. Yes. Well, it doesn't come into play tapped? No. So if you have nine, it's Correct. just. Correct. Exile? Yeah. Shit, man. How good is this against other people's deck who have like banishing lights? It's hard. Yes. I mean, like, if this is actually just another example of like when I just keep saying Cyclonic Rift, you just play this thing on turn four. And then they have, like, whatever they have in play, and then on turn five, you just nuke the world if you want. Yeah, this card's... And it's yet another card that's horrible against Eidolon of the Great Rebels, because it's slow. This might be one of the best cards in the set. Yeah, it's awesome. Is it Mythic Rare or just It is rare? Mythic. Of course it is. It is Mythic. It's just better than... It's not better than Nevenrolls, but it's very, very option-heavy. Yeah. 
I like this card. Yeah. I mean, you can also, you know, you know what's coming. You can oblivion ring your own stuff, theoretically. Oh, to... Yeah. Uh, Phyrexian Revoker. Known. Yeah, solid card. Played played in Legacy. Yeah. Profane Memento, one. Whenever a creature card is put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, you gain one life. Yeah. I like the art of this card a lot. But I think it's just... If they took a damage instead of you gaining a life, I start thinking about it. Yeah. What well, any actually is this awesome against burn decks? Whenever a card is put into your opponent's graveyard from anywhere, you gain a life. It's awesome against burn decks, right? It takes the edge off of everything. If you have two of them in play, it's gonna be a creature card. Oh, whenever a creature card. I thought it was one of our yeah, card. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, never mind. This card awesome against Conley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rogue's glove. Speaking of Conley. Two mana, whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, you may draw a card equipped too. Mm. Not, not loving it. Uh, Sacred Armory, two mana, artifact, two, target creature gets plus one, plus zero until end of turn. If it were, a, if it were nothing, it'd be, I, we could talk. Yeah. But. Let's talk about Scuttling Doom Engine. So this is the kind of card I would be willing to get with my Hoarding Dragon. Yes. Six mana, Scuttling Doom Engine can't be blocked by creatures with power two or less. When so scuttle- no, no stupid no tokens. Yeah. yeah. When Scuttling Doom Engine dies, it deals six damage to target opponent, six, six. So with a Shrapnel Blast and one attack, you basically do 17 damage with this card. Yeah, this card's pretty good. One of the better cards in the set. How, how does this card like line up against, say, Desecration Demon? They're buddies. <laughs> Not. This card's just great. Uh, Shield of the Avatar. One mana equipment. If a source would deal damage to a crypt creature, prevent X of that damage, or X is the number of creatures you control. Equip two. Shrug. Soul of New Phyrexia. Worst of all of the souls, but still might be playable. Really the worst? Six mana for 6-6 six, six, trample. Permanence you control gain indestructible until end of turn for five mana. Uh... Exile Soul of uh, New Phyrexia from your graveyard and pay five. Permanence you control gain indestructible until end of turn. I think this card's great. Really? Yeah. For constructed? Yeah, I think this card's really... Like, what, just against I like it in my. I like it in my yard. Like, I like it in my yard more than I like it in play. You I mean, obviously... Five open all the time? I, you're in a position. So you play this in a green deck? Maybe. I don't know what the Would you is. put this in your Yisan... In your Yisan stack? Yes. Yeah? Yes. I, I like this card. I, I, I like this playable. ability. I, I think, think I think that the five ability from the graveyard is is really. I think powerful. as far as six casting costs six sixes for colorless go, I would prefer scuttling doom engine. Generally. I do too. I like I like I think I think it's oddly nerfed by scuttling doom engine. But I think that that's a playable card. Yeah. Uh, so you're skipping all the staffs. I'm just we've talked about the staffs. Sure. We know what they do. So the chain, chain veil. veil. This is a card we talked about a little bit the other day. I don't think it's playable. It just it says four in the upper right hand corner and doesn't say win the game right. in the middle of it. It's like four, and then it's four to it's four and activate. It's like a Johnny card. It's like know? eight mana, and you have to have had play, played Planeswalkers somewhere in there. Like I would rather play a Johnny Steadfast. It's cool. Then play though. this cool, like very it. cool art. Uh, Tormod's Crypt. Super sweet card. Yeah. It's got, I mean, maybe you need it against Souls. Maybe you need it. You might. Yeah, that's interesting. 
uh, Tyrant's Machine. Two mana, artifact, four, tap target creature. God, is that expensive to use? It is really expensive to use, but it deals with... Aetherling. Aetherling and Ghost Council. Yeah, I don't think it's good enough, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Debtor's Pulpit is good enough, yeah. though, so... Yeah, and, debtor's, and we have Debtor's Pulpit in this set, right? I mean, would you get Debtor's Pulpit with the one-two? Yes. Then you wouldn't play this Oh, no, card. Debtor's Pulpit's not in this set. It's, it's legal. It's legal, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally, Will-Forged Golem. I thought it was Well-Forged Golem until you read that out loud. I'm like, really, is it that Well-Forged? It's Will-Forged. Will made it. Yeah? Will-Pop. Uh, six mana for a four-four. Clearly he made this card. Yeah. Convoke. Uh, convoke. Vanilla. Common. Not good enough. Whatever. All right, so what artifacts do we like? Tormod's Crypt. Tormod's Crypt. Whatever staff. Sta- whatever staff. Uh, I like Soul of New Phyrexia, but I, I don't like playable. But I don't like it as much as I love Scuttling Doom Engine. That card's very good. Uh, Perilous Vault might be the best card in the set. It's very good. It kills the fuck out of Planeswalkers. This might just be the best card in the set. Uh, and the thing is, that's powerful about it is, like, if you think about the kinds of cards that people will typically have to deal with it, like Vanishing Lights and Detention Spheres, it's so good against those kinds of cards, right? So if somebody Vanishing Lights your, your what's the name of it, I'm sorry? Um, your Perilous, Perilous Vault? Vault? Your next Perilous Vault gets your Ugh. first one back. Uh, you it's don't, really good. Ugh. That's gross, actually. Yeah. So, um... But that's kind of it for the... I mean, you know, Phyrexian Nervoker will be reasonable. We like Meteorite. I like it. I, I, I mean, five is like, a lot. I like playing it on turn... But I can play it on turn three. I mean, I need another creature that costs one. I don't know. Maybe I can't, but... Uh, I play it on turn four. I thought Grind Clock might be playable. You don't think so? I don't think... I mean, it just... It could be. You're right. I mean, as a sideboard card... It's like, just so slow. But the blue-white decks right now are just op- not optimized to fight that, right? You so. just... Like, what do you do? You just get it up to, like, four and then just know. chug? Maybe I get it up to one and then make them start doing something. Sure. Now, is that... That's, like, a 15-turn nah, clock. No, you want to get it up to, like, four. By 15, I mean a 30-turn clock. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So that's sort of... A, what's your favorite card in the set? Uh, by aesthetics and by liking it, I think Garrick. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, you 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 like Yisan the Wanderer Bard a lot I more think, than I expected. I think Yisan is the best Johnny card in the set. Sure. Because I think it actually will do something productive in its career. Uh, I think the, the cards I like the most in terms of playability slash power level are the new Jace and Soul of Ravnica. I think Soul of Ravnica is unbelievable. He's just a strictly better than Mahamodi Jin card. With Mahamodi Jin being formerly like the linchpin of blue control offenses. I, I think Perilous Vault is just going to become the... Maybe. I'm just trying to figure out how how that card's going to work, like what deck you're going to build around it. But I think I think it's... Because I think the, it's thing just, is, the fact that it exiles, I actually kind of don't like, because if I have to exile my Soul of Ravnica, then I can't use it for yeah, the yeah, graveyard. Yeah. But I still think it's... Uh, I think it's going to be a defining card. I mean, so the real question is, I feel like I could make a blue control deck that would be advantaged against a lot of a lot of the strategies in the format, but the real problem is just dealing with Eidolon of the Great Rebel. Like, yeah. that card is... Like, the, the amount of pins that Eidolon of the Great Rebel and Lifebane Zombie put on everybody else yeah. between the two of them, those two cards are so oppressive. Lifebane Zombie completely nerfs green right. and is pretty bad for white. 
Okay. Yeah. It's not as bad as it is, but I, green is really in trouble. And, and the funny thing is, I love the green in this set. I really do. But is it? Do you love the green enough to just walk into a tournament knowing that Life Band Zombie might be the most highly played card in the entire set? No, I don't feel. I, I mean, don't, a highly played creature in the I entire. I don't feel. Room. No, of course not. Right? I mean, I might have to wait for Cons of Tarkir to be able to do anything. To even do any of these. To even do anything. Yeah. But then. If you look at that, where all there's these mid-range green strategies or, or white strategies that are just pinned by Lightbane Zombie. And then on the other hand, you have Eidolon of the Great Revel that just demolishes slow decks. Right. Like, they have just no chance against this card. Like, if you, your opponent plays a second turn Eidolon of the Great Revel, you have to deal with it. It's so costly to deal with it. Right. Right? Like, if you're just putting a Banishing Light on this, it stinks. You're, like, tapping all your mana and you take two. And that's like if it never got an attack in. Right, right. And then now they're just like open to hit you with a Chandra's Phoenix or anything. Like their offenses are so good in the red beatdown decks. Yeah. Like you just watch Tom Ross play. Just ripped through that top eight like like there was no one on the other side yeah. of the table. And and I feel like those decks got a lot of tools in in M15. I mean, like what's the best deck in standard? Mono black or mono red, right? Like, Mono Black is, like, default the most popular deck, and it has no chance against Mono Red. Right. You know, like, Josh Raffitz was saying, if you play with Mono Black or Black Green with, like, four Staff of the Death Mages and you have Farika Secure, you're still at a disadvantage against Mono Red. And, and again, they got they seem to have gotten a lot of tools in this set. Yeah, they have a four-mana burn card now. With four-mana burn card. Shrapnel Blast. They have the, uh, the Fist. Yeah. They, like, the Equip My Guy, Kill Your Guy... Tom was literally already playing a card that just said, like, R, that guy can't block. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Well, it, was, it had... Uh, I mean, it has Strive. It, it has Strive, yeah. But still, I think that, that the I think that the enchantment version is an upgrade considering that he has heroic creatures, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, interesting. So, Red, red like, you think Red got the biggest boost immediately? I think Red has the most playable cards. Red got the biggest boost immediately. Black got a moderate boost immediately. I think Green might have the biggest boost In once the long term. one one like s- one rotation away one rotation away i think there's a lot of really powerful green cards yeah i think the other thing is that a lot of the in synergy green cards like game warden for example yeah. will remain in the format That's, yeah yeah um after lifebane zombie rotates right. like I, I don't know fiendslayer paladin's a good card right it's a good card Tidebinder Mage is an excellent card. Witch Stalker's not very good. Right. But it's played in a single deck, and like it's not even the card you want to... Yeah. Half the time, you'd rather just see Fiendslayer Paladin than Witch right, Stalker, right? right. right? Uh, the red one, I don't even know the name. Yeah, I don't know. It's like damages you if you're playing blue or white. Yeah, yeah, But then there's this... Lifebane Zombie is just so on another level yeah. from the rest of yep. those. It's just like only one of the cycle generates card advantage and the level of card advantage it generates yeah, is absurd oh by the way that card you probably kept your opening hand based on yeah exile it or like you this thing is like i've been on both sides of this right but like when you get your boros reckoner taken away and you're playing like a boros reckoner based theme or you get your mythic rare taken away and you're just like you're like, let's say your entire hand is like contingent on long-term game plan around Archangel of Thune and it's just like take your Archangel of Thune and you never get it back right like even if you deal with the Lifebane zombie you never get it back 
And even if you're playing against, like, blue-white, you're like, oh, do you think you'd play better if you had complete knowledge of your opponent's hand? Why, yes, I would. <laughs> Can they block this? Why, no, they can't. Like, that card is just... It's just so absurd. Like, and, like, Fiendslayer Paladin's a good card. Right. Right? Like, Tidebinder Mage is an excellent card. Yeah. And they're just nothing compared to this card. I'm actually surprised it doesn't see, like, Eternal play. Right. Like, pre I feel like taking a Bloodbraid Elf... I, mean, I guess people don't play, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. mid-range strategies in big right. formats, but... But yeah, I think I think I think from cons forward, especially with like what we saw at the Pro Tour in terms of like core serve crew fix and self and carry added. Uh, you think it's going to be about mid range? I, I think I think green mid range is going to be the nut. Even with like the perilous vault, green mid range against perilous vault. Yeah, we get we get to play uh, reclamation sage. What if they slow play you? Your deck isn't fast. Your deck needs to have like eleven forests in place so you can cast your Genesis Hydra for big enough. That, that Perilous Vault is going to kill the bejesus out of Damn your Damn that Perilous Vault. I hate it. I mean, like... What if we Genesis... What if we Genesis Hydra... Into they, Perilous Vault? Well, they kind of... Oh. <laughs> it's like, you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So that's our set review for Magic 2015. Hope you guys are all going to play in the pre-release this weekend. I am not, sadly. Neither I am I. I have to wait a week. Uh, I'm going to be at San Diego Comic-Con, though. Awesome. And I am going to play the hell out of Magic 2015 that week. Uh, I believe it'll be out. I'm also trying to organize... Do you know any more comic creators who play uh, Magic? I I'm know tr- some comic creators, but I don't know if any of them play Magic. All right, because I, I got a handful lined up. Who have you got? Uh, well, Will Dennis, editor at Vertigo, uh, editor at DC. Yeah. Um, uh, and a couple other guys have been going back and forth with me about it. Is Brandon going to be there? Uh, Brandon is not going to be there. But uh, I'd like to ask him. He, he would, would absolutely play. He would play the hell out of your tournament. You still have to say excuse me if you're in a wheelchair, right? I don't know. Maybe he's like... like he's, that was kind of like, like bullshit. Like a, I, don't, I didn't see how attractive the woman who was with him was. Maybe, maybe that gave know. him entitlement. I, I guess. Know. And he just like nearly ran me over. And it's like I was moving and he just kind of sped up. I was like, say excuse me. I mean, when I got out of the train coming over here, there were, like, two drugged-out women, like, and, like, one of them, like, touched me, and I was just, like, weird. She was, like, all talking to me in the corner, and I was just, like, I don't know how to deal with this situation. <laughs> My formative years have not prepared me for this moment. Yeah. But I just, like, maybe if I walk to Joe really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if I just avert my eyes and like, go move swiftly. Why are you caressing my arm and talking to me about... So, so I gotta ask you something, Mike. What? I think we might have a top eight magic playmat on the horizon. You think? I do. I mean, I want to do one, but I think I have, like, artwork coming. You think? I think. You already tweeted about this. I mean, like... I was talking to the artist, yeah. So... Yeah, so what do you want to, what do, you want to do about that? I don't know. But I'm just telling you that it's coming. And then if anyone's listened to the entire show and has gotten this far, then they know about it. All everyone right. else doesn't know about it unless they follow me on you on Twitter. Um, Both of like us. Nobody. Nobody. All right. Nobody. All right. So for Michael J. Flores, Brian David Marshall, signing off for the Magic 2015 preview series. See ya. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>